By Audible. Try Audible for 30 days and download any Audible audiobook for free. Go to www.adventureswithwords.com forward slash audible to start your free trial. Hello and welcome to Adventures with Words, exploring storytelling in all its forms. I'm Rob. I'm Kate. And today we're talking to Rich Chilver from Frequency Theatre about his work Shed. Now, Shed is being performed as part of the Pulse Festival, which is a fringe performance festival promoting regional artists, running from the 25th of May to the 9th of June in Ipswich. Hello, Rich. Hello. And can you tell us what's the premise of Shed? Uh, well, it is a, a one-person play. There's one character on stage who is Fiona. She's a 15-year-old girl. And basically, she it's all set on one evening, and she is having playing a party. She sets up everything downstairs, and this party is for one guest only, which is her mum. And the what she's going to do is confront her mum in order to fight her long-standing battles which they've had with her and her dad. Uh, it's almost like a, a child of divorce confronting her mum. Don't want to give away the ending. Don't want to give away the ending. No, exactly. no spoilers. Mm, indeed. So how did you come up with Shed? Uh, well, it's been a long process. Um, I'm not going to bore you with the details of every single particular draft, but I was very interested in, in the idea of uh, one generation fighting the, gener- the battles of another generation. The whole idea started from um, me thinking about the fact that through a recession, we're in a lost generation, that our problems are going to knock on to the next generation. And that just got me thinking about kids having to sort out problems with their parents and then that sort of fizzled around and dissolved and became something a bit different really um it came into this particular story about divorce so said the main character is a girl called fiona who or what was your inspiration for her well um originally the play was written from the perspective of the dad and it was basically he was preparing his daughter so in a quite interesting for me at least way um what inspired her was really reaction to the dad because i know so much about him because he was the main character for the first few drafts that um she became sort of created via him and um what i wanted to do um quite a few months ago was to do a work in progress i wanted to develop this play i had you know 90% there with with what Fiona was but I just wanted to develop it a bit more so I plan to do uh, a work in progress to plan to develop it brought in uh, our performer Bethany Sharp McLeod and then really started to tailor with her in mind she's very smart she's very planning not as much as me I'm very someone who plans and practices things and I think I put quite a lot of that into the character through the development of working with Beth and also our directors Vicky and David Oh, that's interesting. So actually the original plan is it's almost been kind of flipped round to the, the form that it's in now. Absolutely, yeah. It was from the dad's perspective and now we're seeing the other side of the story, which is what we're going to be showing on the 2nd of June. So it's it's kind of become a play really about a young person. Do you think you would say it's a play for young people? Absolutely, yeah. I think that it, as it's uh, the main character is a 15-year-old, a very smart, funny, someone who is very motivated and is quite... I suppose you could say quite vulnerable. I think it's a story that I hope would interest people of that age because it's about someone who doesn't always do it perfectly but definitely wants to take charge of their life. And it might not necessarily do it perfectly in each way, but I think it's definitely trying to tell that story of someone taking charge even at that young age. So, I mean, it's a situation that not all young people find themselves in necessarily, but I think they'll 
be able to identify with the kind of themes and the kind of challenges that she's facing. I hope so, yeah. I hope that it's um, they might not be in the same position that she is, you know, maybe not necessarily having a, a problem with their mum, but I'd like to think that maybe it's it's about sort of taking charge of your life, like I said, and being thoughtful and, and uh, having a plan in place and, and finding the best ways to go about it's there's twists and turns not everything works out she does have plan a b and c and then has to sort of make make it up from there but you know it's about seeing it through really so andrew must love you he must love you as you live there and he must think you're his he's better than dad isn't he well isn't he in a shirt out of a sports car with the fast wheels and full bags of nice shopping, food and toys. He'll bring them inside to the nice house and you'll be there with the grins and hugs. And it'll be like you don't know us. So moving on to yourself, what's your creative process like? How do you write? I generally, I mean, I I never really have the same process over and over again. I, I, I kind of hate the idea of having a formula and then you roll out each in particular time. With this one, what I, gen- what I typically did, which uh, is I start with a very big idea. I started with something to do with small children fighting their imaginary friends. Um, and then we looked into having the dad who was there witnessing all this from the periphery of things. And then that sort of whittled down and became a much more realistic thing I I generally start having a very very broad massive huge very obvious you can see all the working parts there and then from scaling it back is how you gain subtext and and depth of the character really by sort of focusing it in so we have one person she's on stage for the entire time and we we're in her head as well I've not seen I've mentioned that so far it's all very much as much as I can possibly do from her perspective that sounds fascinating. So you've, you've already kind of said how you started with the play from the dad's perspective and it then became much more focused on Fiona to the point where she's now uh, the main character. She is the performer. So did that develop a lot during the rehearsal process? How did that kind of sort of speaking the lines and actually working on it allowed? How did that change the way that the play works? Uh, well, for one thing, we've shortened the script. <laughs> There's a lot less, a lot less waffling on my part, which um, I really massively appreciate. But it's far more than than just sort of saying, "Oh, do you really need this word? Do you really need that word?" I love uh, I, my my training is in devised theatre, which is an, which is working in a collaborative way. It's not so much that you're a writer and you write the words and someone else puts them on. I I really love being in the rehearsal room and sort of mucking in in different aspects of it and a lot of the things that we're working on really is to is geography and space because of course it's all in someone's head but we have to stage that it's not just about making the text performative but it's also thinking about which areas of the space mean what and what happens if you what does it mean to look in this way or that way how to stand it's very much about physicalizing it and in a lot of ways also by giving the 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 matching the words with the rules of this particular space that we've set up it has brought a different element to the story which i'm really enjoying seeing um seeing them question what i've written and to basically make fiona a much 
stronger person, I think, is what's coming out of it. She's a much stronger character. You've also written for audio plays. How does it differ from when you're writing for the stage? Well, in this particular one, it's there is the crossover. With radio, I generally think about atmosphere first. I think about that you're setting a mood, not necessarily geography. Geography is important, but you want to set up that you're meant to be experiencing something. There's meant to be a sensation. And you have to ask the audience to make a big imaginative step. Now, for this particular play, it's set in Fiona's head. We don't have any set in the sense of she's in the living room, so we have sofas and things like that. So atmosphere does cross over into this particular play because there's lots of imagination that's required. A lot of it really is that there's a huge amount of dialogue in Shed. There's a lot said, and also that is used for stage direction as well to, to set that up. So really, it's we're still talking about having engaging characters we're still talking about threats we're still talking about raising the stakes we're still talking about a lot of those things that are universal to any type of story but i would probably say that this particular one with the stage stage show we're focusing very much on space really i it's what's making this a really fascinating project we're thinking about how do we convey power and strength and, and things like that through space I really like the idea of the, the having the very plain space, but then you said also using the space has been a big part of the way in which this play has worked. So can you kind of give us some examples of how you might have done that? Yeah, absolutely. Um, what what we're doing as part of the rehearsal process is um, a lot of improvisations with Fiona talking to her parents, um, a lot of just sort of extra layers to the story so we can experiment, so we can get a context to what's happening. The play's set over an evening, mm-hmm. but there's a lifetime of material we're covering, really. One of the things that we did was we had the dad being sort of consoled by Fiona after a particularly um, painful moment. So what we did was we asked Dave, who's the assistant director, to be on stage. He doesn't have any lines. He's there to act with her while she delivers a portion of the script. And it's when you have a big empty space, it feels natural to sort of go to the centre or go to the corners. You you feel like those are the natural points. But just simply by just being slightly off centre and, and slightly adjusting your body position, suddenly your eye just gets drawn in a very different way. Your whole body adjusts. You can do through moments where if things are you're your one character that you're looking at on this one simple space, all it takes is for them to look you in the eye or to, to curl up a little bit and things like that. And your body does match. It's very odd. It's a very weird sensation for us watching it seeing how we sort of mirror Bethany's movements because our focus is completely on that and it does grab and she doesn't need to do a lot and um, it's 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 sort of fascinating on our point of view really on that side of things. Yeah that reminds me of something that I've read about called uh, neuro-linguistic programming which just shows that if you are kind of mirroring someone's movements you're very focused on them and you are sort of empathizing with them so hopefully if you found that then probably your rehearsals are going quite well. It's one of the it's one of the natural things that you find in in creating plays is that if you have a very long scene a very long which of course is all continuous then you as an audience you feel naturally drawn to them because you don't have those moments where you're detached I mean Brecht had lots of scene breaks as a point to sort of push the audience away so you question what's happening and you think and you ponder. It's one long continuous thing. It's one of the things I wanted to do. I really wanted the audience to sort of go along with Fiona and feel for Fiona and really empathise with her. And um, I think after about five minutes, you, I, I personally would get sucked into the whole thing, having seen it over and over again. This sounds like a really intriguing thing and I'm, I'm really looking forward to seeing it myself I just wondered being so busy with this is there anything else that you're working on um, well I generally start with very big 
ideas that are rubbish to start with and because they're so <laughs> ridiculously out larger than life and stupid and then you scale it scale it down i mean i have this idea about the coalition writing something along the lines of that um which is just very very large in my head at the moment but uh frequency takes up so much of my time in a, in a really lovely way reading lots of scripts um engaging with writers um putting together plays it's uh it's a real it's a real fantastic um idea that so uh, so frequency is your weekly podcast of original audio plays it is indeed yeah yeah, and I'm the I I run the literary side of things um, with that reading lots of scripts, chatting to writers, like I said. But once a week, every week, frequencytheatre.co.uk. And I know you're looking for more scripts at the moment. Yeah, we always need more scripts. We're always looking to read uh, a whole diverse range of of styles and genres from writers of all ages and at all stages of their career. Um, you can find how to send submit a script to us on our website with all our. Uh, criteria and also send scripts to literary at frequencytheatre.co.uk Rich, thank you very much for talking to us all about your play. As I said, it sounds really interesting and I'm sure people are looking forward to seeing it. If they uh, want to go and see it, do you know how they can get tickets? So the show is on the 2nd of June at 11am in the new Wolsey studio. The box office number is 01473 295 900. The tickets are only £5, so uh, get yourselves down there. It sounds really good. Um, thank you very much for talking to us again. Yes, thank you for joining us. Thank you for having Good me. with the show. Thank you. Thanks for listening. Uh, I'm Rob. I'm Kate. Uh, if you'd like to get in touch, we're on Twitter with at Word Adventures. And we're also online at adventureswithwords.com. Thanks a lot. Bye. Adventures with Words is brought to you by Audible. Try Audible for 30 days and download any Audible audiobook for free. Go to www.adventureswithwords.com forward slash audible to start your free trial. Thank you.